I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast here at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida. Sorry, Miami, Florida, where the Raiders just lost 20 to 13. They were double dog. I think they were down. They were Vegas had Miami favored by 14 points. It was a game that I told you if the Raiders were to play this game 10 times, I thought the Miami would win seven. Um, it was an interesting game and we have a lot to talk about, about the game tonight. I'm again, I'm here in the press box looking at the field, um, obviously green screen behind me, but uh, no shave November. Sorry. Before we get going, I want to quickly say a couple things to all of you. Number one, we are growing fan unbelievably fast. So thank you for subscribing and following and being a part of all that we do. Thank you so very much. Um, second thing I want to get into, though, is about this game today. There are no moral victories in the National Football League. These are all pros. They're all paid like pros. And you have a right to an anticipation. If you're a fan, my team's going to compete and fight uh, every single week. There are no moral victories. I want to make that extremely clear. The Raiders lost. But there is also the reality that goes into being analytical. I'm not a fan. So my job is to be analytical. Um, There were several things that came out today. Now, I have to be a little bit careful on some things that I say, because as you know, being a journalist, that we get access to the team and there are things that we understand that are proprietary. And if we were to share those things, it would hurt the Raiders. And that's clearly not what our job is. As a member of the Pro Football Writers Association, our job is to be pros. Um, But I want to share a couple things because 
<clears throat> again, I saw people tweeting, Aiden sucks, we want Jimmy, AP's terrible, one person go back to Compton, you know, we need a better coach, whatever. I, I, I can't, fans have a right to feel however they want. And I will never tell a fan that you don't have a right to feel any way you want. But if you're going to communicate to me, then I have every reason to say, I think you're nuts. Okay. So people who go to extremes, I just mute them. Um, there were some things tonight. Now, coming into this game, I told you that I thought if they played 10 times, Miami would win, Miami would win seven. Um, that's how I feel. Still feel that way. Um, I thought tonight the Raiders had an, a very good game plan. But let me give you an example. After the the second drive of the Raiders, I tweeted about if you're a fan of football, you're enjoying what you're seeing, the play calling and the aggression. I thought the Raiders came out. First two drives, I really liked what they did. So as the night goes on, I probably had, you know, 50 to 100 people text me, oh, this tweet didn't age well. It certainly did. I I don't have a name like PKRD Burger King fan that lives in his mom's basement and dates his girlfriend whose last name is dot JPEG. My name's on everything. I don't delete it. And up to that point, it, I was very impressed with how things went. Obviously, as the game went on, I I made comments about you know, you, why not on a on a third down. Do you not take a shot at the end zone and those types of things? There were several things to be critical of. And and I'm not here defending myself from those people. I could care less. I just mute them. Um, the point is, is that there was a lot tonight that I think you would be very encouraged with. And I want to talk about some of it. First of all, let's just talk about the defense. Phenomenal. Absolutely. You just went against the best offense in the National Football League, and you held them to 20 points. 20. With multiple interceptions that gave them great field position. Um, I, I think the Raiders' defense is everything that you could hope it would be. Um, I'm going to quickly tell you right now, um, I think the Raiders' chances of a win over Kansas City at next Sunday have gone up exponentially. This defense against the best offense in the National Football League, and I talked to some people who are part of the organization of the Dolphins, and I'll share more about that with you in a little bit. But the defense came out, and they were spectacular um, in every area. They made Tua look terrible. Um, I was in the um, – down in the bowels of Hard Rock Stadium just a short time ago and heard some media for the Dolphins talking about how bad Tua looked. And I turned and said, do you not think it, the Raiders had anything to do with that? <laughs> One of them goes, never thought about that. Hmm. Whatever. Um, I thought it was a brilliant game. Max Crosby was brilliant. Um, I thought Robert Spokane was brilliant. I thought there was a lot of defensive tackle play that was brilliant. Um, there was just so many good plays. I think everybody on the defense, not main Marcus Peters, uh, was um, outstanding. 
absolutely outstanding. Marcus Peters, again, just demonstrated that if it's any play that's going to take physicality, he's not there. And it's hurting this team. But I've explained about it for months, going back to training camp, why he's here, and that's the reality of the situation. He won't be here next year. And uh, it's the reality of bad drafting <clears throat> from previous regimes. And when I say previous, I mean before Josh and Dave. Um, it is what it is. But I thought the defense was outstanding. They just brought it. Um, there were some wrinkles tonight that Patrick Graham did. Um, I, I don't know that I would call it new, but I would call it new timing used in places he hasn't used it before which sometimes you don't have to invent new stuff. You know, if you always do something on third down, but you switch it up now and use it on second, or if there's something you've always done when you're, your back's to your end zone, but now you're using it when the offense's back is to their end zone, those types of things. Um, I thought there was really some good stuff um, by the Raiders. I don't want to get into it tonight because I have some other things. I want to spend a lot of time in the offense. But I thought the defense was just simply outstanding, simply outstanding. I thought A.J. Cole, Daniel Carlson, special teams, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And to be a very good football team, you have to be that. You have to be great on special teams and great on defense, which this team is right now. And – I hear a lot of people, in fact, I had several people in my Twitter say, okay, I've seen enough, time to blow it up and rebuild. Okay, what do you want to rebuild? <clears throat> do you want to tweak some things in your offense? You should. But your defense is playing outstanding, and there's still places there you can upgrade it. Your special teams is great. So on two of the three areas of the game of football, you're exceptional. And you want to blow it up. Okay, I got nothing. Now, let's go over the offense. <clears throat> there were, and again, I have to be a little bit careful because it's proprietary, but there were some things that the Raiders wanted to do in this game. And now you need to know Vic Fangio is the defensive coordinator from Miami. And Miami, I'm so sorry, I say Miami, <clears throat> but several of you corrected me. So I'm trying to say it. Miami. Uh, Vic Fangio is the defensive coordinator for Miami, and he's considered by many one of the best in the business. There were several things that they did tonight that they have not done before, wanting to confuse the rookie. They were sensational. That was a very, that may be one of the best defensive <clears throat> um, coordinator jobs that I've seen this year was outstanding and after the game i talked to aiden and i talked to antonio about it neither i even talked to uh max about it actually but again none of them wanted to make excuses because that's not how this team rolls they're the new raiders but it was reality so let me give you a couple things the first couple of drives they came out and attacked it was really really good <clears throat> and the raiders had some success then um, Fangio began to introduce some new things. Now, the problem was 
is that they had game planned on what to expect from the Dolphins. They had a very good game plan. I'm aware of what it was. And you saw some some play action tonight that I thought Aiden executed really well. But they had made some decisions to, without stacking the box, to close Josh in and to put pressure on Aiden. <clears throat> and it wasn't stacking the box, but it was some new looks. And the problem is Fangio's new look, excuse me, Fangio's new looks went right at some things that the Raiders wanted to attack. So all of a sudden now, there were some things that I was looking for that, excuse me, they weren't able to implement because of Fangio's attack. Now, that's where the game of football is all about uh, strategy and all of that. Here was the problem. Now, a few weeks ago, I had people loving me because I was asking the difficult questions of the Raiders. And then a few weeks ago, I had people hating me because I was doing it. So what I'm about to do right now, I know it's going to get me a ton of hate, but that's okay. I'm fine. I'm good with it. I don't mind it. But my job, I'm not a fan, is to be an analytical journalist. And so I need to explain some things to you. Aiden didn't have the uh, OTA minicamps working with Devontae, working with Jacoby, working with Hunter. He was working with the third string guys. He got some reps, but those were just more of a practice rep. Okay, we're going to do 20-yard outs, 30-yard outs, deeps, seven, six, fives, three yards. I'm not three yards, but three routes, whatever. And so what happened was, is everything that Josh McDaniels did, he was the third string guy, which means he got little to no reps with it. So Bo Hardegree comes in and changes the playbook to fit what Aiden does. He basically has a three-week playbook. And so they couldn't go back to Josh's stuff and use any of that because it wasn't like Aiden was prolific in it. And so when Fangio's making adjustments, they can't call the new stuff in it. So at times it looked like, man, where is the aggression? Well, that's a great question, and it's fair. I want you to know any of you asking that, I don't think you were unfair. I'm trying to answer it. It's kind of hard to switch and go to a different set of plays when you've only had three weeks. Now you can call it an excuse, but the reality is the reality. Had Aiden been a one all through OTA's mini camps and now, or even been a two, Bo could have said, all right, we're going to go back to some things Josh did and make those adjustments. He couldn't do that. And for, for the proper reasoning. And so they did the best that they could trying to work within what Vic um, was allowing within his scheme. And still, it comes down to essentially they had a chance to win the tie or win the game on their last possession. 
So I don't blame any of you for being frustrated, but there is a reason to it. Um, I want to explain it to you this way. It's I asked a person um, after the game, I said, "Is it? do you think it's fair of me to say you can get mad at your high schooler for not understanding multiplication, but you don't get mad at your first grader? And they go, that's a perfect way to explain it. And so with the three-week playbook that they had with um, Aiden, and and essentially, if you go watch the interview we did with Devante, you'll hear Devante talking about it's just going to be getting time together, getting those reps together. Um, there were some, I'm not going to name names because I don't think that they would, that he would want me to. There was a couple throws where Aiden threw to a spot and either a player didn't, Okay, let's just say this. Devontae Adams is the best route runner in all the National Football League. There's nobody better. And so there was a couple times where a guy maybe ran a route that was supposed to be 15 yards, 18. So the ball looks like it's coming up short. Um, There were some absolute bad throws. But what happens is, is when you can't, when you don't have 700 or 500 plays, in which your quarterback is prolific and you come in, let's say, with 60, but the defense has a game plan that you had never seen before, so you had no reason to think it wouldn't work. In fact, it was a great game plan. Hey, we've not done this. This isn't on tape, and they don't do what we're going to attack. This is good for us. Problem was they had a lot of it already in their game plan. That's why Vic Fangio is one of the best. And then they were able to quickly adjust to what the Raiders, a couple of other wrinkles, and the Raiders didn't have a lot of room to move. Okay, that's just the reality. You can call it an excuse if you want. I'm sure many of you will. But excuses aren't excuses if it's reality. Do I think Aiden O'Connell, if he had been a, a two since... OTAs in minicamp, that would have been the result. Mm-mm. I think they would have won. But it is what it is. And there are no moral victories. I'm not saying that there is. But it's the reality of the situation that they were unable to, because of the scope of their playbook, to make the changes to deal with it. And they tried. Now, after the game, and I encourage you to go watch the interview with uh, AP, I thought AP was made a very difficult, but it was a good decision. And I want to explain what it was. He talked about, um, you know, we had a chance to come down a winter tie in our last possession. And so you maybe you say, I want him to throw more deep. Okay. But if you don't have the time, I mean, your offense is already missing Colton. Dylan is not 100%. you got a couple other guys who are playing banged up. And they're bringing different blitz looks from different angles and getting to Aiden. So what do you do? You play super conservative and try to have a chance to win it in the fourth quarter. Again, that was not the plan. The plan was to attack, which is what they did early. 
But as changes were made and guys were getting banged up and they couldn't do some things, remember, it's about winning. It's about winning. And so they knew, okay, if we can't do what we want to do, then let's keep it close and fight for a chance. They had it. And this is a game that essentially no one who was realistic gave them a shot to win. Or, or and that's not fair, because right? I said they would win three, and that's a shot, but expected a win. And so I think if you're a Raider fan, you would walk away from this game very encouraged. Okay. Your quarterback's got to play better. Mm-hmm. 100% true. No excuses. Every week, though, that he's in this system, they're adding more plays and options. That's a big one. Number one. Number two, the moment's not too big for him. Okay. If you go back in to draft night when they drafted Aiden, I said in my podcast, he holds the ball too long because he got away with that at Purdue. There were a couple times tonight he did that, but overall he did not. He's not holding the ball anywhere near as long as he used to. But there were times some of them were just pressure. I mean, bam, guys. And again, you got to go back to Vic Fangio, who did some some things tonight that he has not done. And so you have a banged up offensive line, minus your left tackle, but other guys that are playing hurt with a new look from the from the defense, with a three week rookie quarterback in the new playbook. And they were their last possession, a chance to either tie or win on a game that they were essentially not supposed to win. I mean, I told you when the schedule came out, I lost. So I understand there are no moral victories in the NFL. You're a five and six, which is where I predicted you to be. When the season started, you can go back and read what I wrote, read my podcast, or listen to my podcast. I'm I'm totally accountable. I said right now they'd be five and six, and they're five and six. I also said they would win nine games, but I didn't think they were a playoff team. Okay. You just saw them. They're playing a lot better. I mean, this team right now, if AP had been the coach uh, at worst tonight, is sitting here at seven and four. So again, I, I, I think there was a lot of reasons to be encouraged when Antonio got the information of what they were doing differently, why Bo couldn't do some of the things to adjust out of it. He made the head coach decision. All right, it's going to be ugly, but let's just, our defense is playing great. Let's play with a chance to win in the fourth. I thought that's, that's very good coaching. That's saying, hey, I'm not trying to impress the media. I'm not trying to impress the fans. I'm just trying to get a win on the road. And the game plan was there. And the Raiders just did not have the ability to execute it coming down a stretch. Oh, by the way, against a very good football team. There is no shame in that. I was actually impressed tonight. And I know that'll get me killed on Twitter, and I'm fine. I don't care. My job is to not be a fan. My job is to tell you what I thought. I was very impressed with the Raiders tonight. I have always thought this defense was good. 
they just held the best offense in the National Football League to 20 points on their home field. They just made them look like a Josh McDaniels offense. Too soon. <laughs> Sorry. That de- that defense. I mean, they were out there. <laughs> it was physical. Uh, that reminded me of that old Linda Ronstadt song. You want to, I mean, uh, was it Linda Ronstadt? You want to get physical? Let me hear your body talk. I don't know. Who, who, let me find out who wrote that. Who sang that song? Hey, Googles, who sang the song Physical? Olivia Newton-John. Sorry, I said Linda Ronstadt. Olivia Newton-John. And man, they were physical now. (laughs) They were pounding some people. And and, And they were, they sent a message. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. I thought the Raiders would lose next week to the Chiefs. Boy, I'm 50-50 right now. 50-50. This Raider defense is much better. I mean, they just playing tough. If if Marcus Peters was had any physicality to him, wow. Um, and I think the offense is just going to get better. The offense is what it is. They're a third week into a rookie quarterback who is two and two at worst, two and one at best. Um, and they still had a chance in it, um, again, against Vic Fangio. Now, listen, I think the Chiefs defense is one of the best Chiefs defenses that we've seen in years. I don't think they're as good as this one, and I know they're not as good as the Jets, regardless of what's going on with the Bills, but I, I, that now I mentioned this earlier. A lot of people sold their tickets to Chiefs fans before the change in regimes. So I don't expect it to be a home crowd advantage. If it, if, if that's my only reasoning right now that I'm not going with the Raiders for the win next week, but I think there's a lot of reasons to be encouraged. If you're a Raider fan today, I know there are some of you that are just miserable because of how the franchise has performed the last 20 years. That's fine. But I think you should absolutely be encouraged about Antonio Pierce. He wasn't worried about style points. He was only worried about winning. And after the game, I'm in the locker room. I'm telling you, the guys were, there was no anger. I mean, there was anger at losing. But I even said to Max Crosby, you can go watch the interview. I said, man, what a great week for it to be Kansas City. And he said, well, boy, are you right. And uh, this team, they're encouraged, very encouraged. They're fighting. They're scrapping. They understand what they have in Aiden. They get it. He's a third-week rookie, third-week playbook of his playbook rookie. They know that had they been able to get Josh to do better, but when your defense is missing Colton Miller and you got several guys injured and you don't have a lot to go to, it is what it is. And you just lost by seven points when you were a double-digit dog, according to Vegas, on the road to the best offense in the National Football League. And 
oh, by the way, you lost because of your offense, not because of theirs. I'm sorry. My job is to be a realist, not a fan. And if you're a Raider and you're not encouraged, I'm sorry about that. I understand you're frustrated. It's been a long time and you want your team better. Well, I think you are. And so for me, they were better than I thought they would be today. And I think you have a lot of reasons to be encouraged. I think you got a, you got hope. A few weeks ago, I talked about, you can't, you know, we know that this, that faith moves mountains. <clears throat> and you can have hope without faith. But you can't have faith without hope. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of what you can't see. You now had hope and you just watched your defense against the number one offense on the road. And tonight, Miami, or Miami, excuse me, is celebrating a narrow win over the Raiders. If you don't have faith in that defense, and you don't have faith in a coach that has turned this team around and had them in a place of fighting, who was willing to say, okay, we're going to just go for the win. It's not going to be pretty, even though I, I know I'm looking for a Nope, let's go. You've got a rookie three weeks into his new playbook where it's very limited against Vic Fangio. Vic freaking Fangio, one of the best defensive coordinators in all the National Football League. If you don't want to be encouraged, I can't do anything about that. Some people just love to be miserable. But if you're fair and you're open-minded and you're looking, trying to look at your team analytically, I think there's a ton. You had a good game plan, but against a seasoned veteran defensive coordinator, he had a good one, and you didn't have the ability to adjust. No moral victories. You're five and six. Which, oh, by the way, I told you months ago when the schedule came out, you were going to be five and six right now. I still think you're a nine-win team. I saw nothing today that makes me think this is not a nine-win team. Remember, everyone wanted to get too excited when they blew out the Giants. Well, this defense is an NFL defense, a top-quality NFL defense with a defensive coordinator that can go to probably 26 or 27 teams in the NFL, and they would hire him. They got a lot. Jalen Ramsey looked like Jalen Ramsey. Great guy, by the way. Now, it is what it was. You're banged up. It's the reality. You haven't had a bye week. Got one more week to scrape through before you get to a bye and get some time to heal. But it is what it is. And it was a loss. But I think a ton of reasons. Um, I did not see anything out of Antonio Pierce today that would make me think he cannot be a great head coach for this franchise. In fact, I think he showed me uh, even more. And through three games, I gave him an A. I think he's doing a great job. When they had to make the decision, okay, it's not going to look pretty but we're in it to win it. Let's just be grinders. Let's be old school Raiders. Let's be tough. It's what they were. So complete recap from here. 
is obviously the Raiders lost. I think it was a tremendous performance by the defense. I think the offense was not a tremendous performance. But when you take into the scope, I think they had a tremendous game plan against a tremendous coordinator who also had a game plan that you didn't know was going to go and attack you in places that you had planned to attack from. And he had no reason to believe that. And yet with a limited playbook for a new quarterback, you couldn't make a lot of adjustments and your team's hurt. And there were some things you just could not do because you didn't have the guys physically able to do it. They're, you know, they're coming off something. You're not, you're just still grinding. You got one more week of a grind. So again, I've ended these podcasts when you guys thought I was completely negative and and now you're going to say I'm selling sunshine. That's fine. My job is just to be steady, Eddie, let you be the fan, me be the analytical media guy. Nothing from Antonio Pierce today told me that he he's not ready for this job. Nothing. In fact, I, I walked away being even more impressed with Antonio Pierce. Nothing told me this defense isn't better than we had thought. <clears throat> um, Aiden O'Connell has to play better. But with a three-week playbook, I'm going to give him a lot of leeway, which I think is a rookie he deserves. Someone asked me, do you think he's a long-term guy? We don't know. I'm not, this is not the game to make that judgment. Let's get more of the playbook into him. He certainly has shown us glimpses of things that are really, really good, and I think there's reason to believe he could be. I also think there's reasons to think, okay, you you got a question. It's why we don't make that decision after three weeks. You don't do that. Um, I think Bo Hart agree, because, I, again, I had some insight into his plays. Uh, his game plan had a good one. He just didn't have enough there when it didn't mesh to make it work. That's not on him. That's not on Bo. I thought the defense, outstanding. Marcus Peters, again, he's good cover corner. But there's a lot more to the game than just cover corner. I mean, I don't have the stats right in front of me. I wish I did. But outside of when it's a passing play, you, you, it's like playing with 10 guys on the field. <clears throat> so it is what it is, but they knew that. But still, defense on standing. I think there are a lot of reasons. Your special teams was fantastic. So two of the three parts of the game, special teams and defense, you, you're among the, uh, the best in the league. And your offense is very limited because it's a three-week playbook. But they had a very good game plan. They weren't able to execute it. Again, quarterback, three-week playbook, a great defensive coordinator, and guys banged up and some who got banged up during the game. So I get it. And again, if somebody shows you my tweet saying this is, you know, this was really good game planning, this is fun to watch, I absolutely am not going to delete it. But I said it after two drives and I said it. And and I think as as the game go on and guys were hurt and Vic Fangio made adjustments, they couldn't do other things. I get it. I stand behind that because that's my job. But I appreciate all of you. I again I think Raiders, you have a lot of reasons to be encouraged. It's chief week now. It's Chiefs week. And look how your team's playing. And they're coming home to a legion. 
Again, going to watch that crowd very closely. I think that's going to be the key to the game. But there's a lot of good things going on. So from all of us at Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network, thank you for joining us. We appreciate all you guys. Thanks for watching. We'll see you again all week. Looking forward to Chiefs Week. By the way, it's Thanksgiving. What a great American holiday just to take time and be thankful. Man, I love it. And I got I have so much in my life to be thankful for. And you don't know this, but every single day, I thank the Lord for you guys. I appreciate y'all. God bless you. Have a great day. Happy Thanksgiving week. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network. Whoa.